Welcome to Daily Bread Chasers. Uh, today we have Kevin Warnicky. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on, sir. It's an honor to be here on uh, the second episode of Daily Bread Chasers. Yes, sir. Um, for those that don't know me, my name is Kevin Warnicky, disciple of Jesus Christ, uh, a regular attendee of Redeemer Church. Grew up there my whole life. Shout out. Shout out. Redeemer Church. Redeemer Church of Chesapeake. Good stuff. Um, good stuff. Disclaimer, Redeemer Church does not <laughs> does not affirm everything that is said on this podcast. Nope, they don't. <laughs> so if they do see this, we're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. Um, not that we would say anything bad. But, no. You know. No, I think, I think our beliefs line up together. Absolutely. Yeah. I think so, too. That's where the church we go to, so... But even so, <laughs> the the views of Daily Bread Chasers podcast does not directly reflect views of Redeemer Church. Yeah. Well, great. a lot of Redeemer mm-hmm. attendees and some maybe some pastors are going to come on this show too. Oh, that's going to be exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm to ho- that. hopefully I'm thinking like maybe we'll get two more chairs and then we'll have a group discussion for people. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I just want it to grow. That'd be sweet. Now. No, for sure. I'd yeah. love to see an episode of like four different people on. Yeah. That would like be awesome. Debating almost in a panel <laughs> type mm-hmm. way. Sometimes um, it's even great because, you know, you have four minds going at it. Right. And so. For sure. But, um, well, there's, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, you can just imagine people like Zinger or like Charlie talking about like debating Calvinism and stuff. Oh, like that, Just different theological it, stuff. It'll be wild. I know. Wild. Well, I know we got to try to keep it, you know, we keep it edifying, keep it gospel centered. Mm-hmm. That's the way to go. Yeah, man. So, um. Again, as I discussed in the uh, first episode, the goal of Bread Chasers is kind of like uh, what today's society is. What What is the world's goal right now? And I, you know, as I said in the first episode, it's chasing the bag, chasing money, and chasing chasing things that bring you no satisf- uh, satisfaction and no no actual construction in your life. And so that's why I kind of want to bring to this uh, show is what daily bread chasing is actually like and it's not right. money it's not uh worldly things and that's that's christ and that's right bible and we're seeking so. spiritual food right seeking the well and the river that never runs dry hmm. the spring of eternal life yep you know where we never thirst ever again right? yeah and you look at you see you look at the world right now and they're chasing things that never actually give them what they need oh for sure and they they run away from Jesus almost. Like Absolutely, it's, it's a weird thing. They they want they want Jesus, but they don't know they actually want him. Exactly, exactly. It, it's a God shaped hole in their heart. Mm. You know that might be like an overused statement, but it's true. There's a God shaped hole in our heart that only right. Christ can fill. That's like the main problem that I have with like the modern day like red pill movement. Yeah, like kind of people like Andrew Tate, where yeah. like they yeah. he talks about some things that like are true where you need to like go you need to work out if you're feeling depressed like go to the gym it'll make you feel better but they're missing that step right they're missing like the righteousness of christ and people in the red pill movement are just like oh yeah like just treat women like almost like as objects and stuff like that like don't worry about having a family have children with multiple women Mm. um and just a just a bunch of other stuff that we know as believers is just like not good and not true. And I think that there are a lot of people in the world who are so like thirsty and hungry for truth. Right. You know they, like I said, it's the God. Like what you said, it's the it's the God. Well, you know we're we're looking to, you know, chase that bread. Right. But we want to chase the bread that's going to keep us sustained. Right. Right. And especially men in America are so hungry. For that bread, mm-hmm. that they're willing to take it from anybody, like people like Andrew right. Tate, because the power movement. hungry, and in a sense where it's like their goals and their what they're chasing is ultimately what you're saying is Christ, but they don't understand that's actually what right. they, they want. They don't know it yet, right? Exactly. And so, what what do they know? They know that their parents passed down from them mm. what their goals were, mm-hmm. and so they're just like, well, I could do it better. I can get more money than them. You know, right. I can get more. I can get more right. power. I can get more fame. Right. And it's just like, I can get more women. Right, it's and like, it's, it goes to the first, you know, you gain the whole world and you lose your own soul. Exactly. And that's what it comes down to. Exactly. Right? It's know? not, yeah, exactly, it's not enough. No. But legitimately, though, there are a lot of corporations out there, and even leadership in certain churches, that mm-hmm. are now um, beginning 
to and even though they're like their businesses right it's like what like 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 why should they be involved in morality at all right it's like, a business it, it's you're selling weird. food right or you're selling clothing exactly you don't need to be pushing salvation of what's not christ on other people it's just yeah i don't believe in that at all yeah no it, it's it's very strange um but you know in today's society kind of in this even kind of ties along with like like the red pill stuff i was talking about earlier mm-hmm. there are lots of guys out there that just feel like on the outskirts of society and they're they're thirsting and they're they're hungry for something but they don't know what it is right and they see the red pill and they see like oh you can get like fast cars you can get lots of women you can make tons of money and this is going to satisfy you right right in the same way there are people out there that also feel very confused almost like in their own bodies Mm -hmm. and in their own like sexual preferences yeah and they see these groups of people who are like um oh no like it's okay to have all these um desires like whatever desire you have right like whether or not the bible says it's sinful like we love you and we affirm you in your desires like all your desires are good um so a lot of people are finding uh, sadly, identity in what would be called the, that's, the pride movement. And that's what I was about to go into is identity. Everybody's seeking their own identity, right. and they don't understand that there's only, there's, I mean, I'm going to say, it, there's only one identity that actually fits that hole in us, and that's Christ. That's right, that's, that's right. He died, on that, he died on that cross for us. That's right. And so we're on this journey to seek our identity constantly, and everybody, you kind of see it. It's like people jump from different identities to different identities. It's Oh, I'm you know I'm a workaholic this this year, and then right. the next year is hey I'm I'm with this movement. I'm trying to do great things, or I you know I'm trying to make the world a better place. I'm right. gonna pick up some trash kind of thing. And it's like you're never gonna find something that's gonna satisfy you, right? That. And it's not gonna actually build you up who you are, right? And that's the, the only answer is Christ. That's right. Right. That's true. A little bit of a tangent. Did you see the new like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary on Netflix? I did not. It's like a three part, almost like four hour long I, documentary. I uh, was on my dad's Netflix account, so yeah, yeah. now that they, they just secluded it to your own house, mm-hmm. I don't live with him anymore, so now For sure. <laughs> I don't have the account. I can't believe they did that. Man. I know, so it's sad. frustrating. Know, they, 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 uh, they lock it down to the zip it's code or whatever. Episode. But it's, it's, it's amazing. Not a good Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, the documentary basically goes through all three stages of his life, mm-hmm. like bodybuilder, um, actor, and politician. Mm. He conquers like all three worlds, mm. right? Yeah. But the whole documentary is kind of like shot with Arnold in like this like cabin in the woods and the mountains, and he's like all alone. Mm. And I just think like, I don't know. You you could go through this whole life. And you could like conquer the world, mm. right? But at the end of the day, like we're still human, yeah, and we're still cursed. Um, you know, we're 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 still gonna die, yeah. You know, so if you're gonna, like you said earlier, if you're gonna gain the world but lose your soul, like, right? What's and the, the, what's the point? You see, you, you see know? that with Hollywood. You see these these guys who like ultimately sell their souls to this this um, industry of absolutely fame money and it's i'm sure it's like super fun and super awesome at right. first and then you start to notice like this isn't satisfying me this no. there's no worth like i'll bring up eminem dude Have, I, mm. don't, I don't know where he's at with his walk but he did come out with a song um like stating like he's struggling with you know a drug addiction and everything and but he's also saying like Jesus is the way, the shepherd. And after right. what he's gone through, he's gained a lot. He's he's yeah. gained all the money. He's got all the fame. He's got all the stuff that he you could ever kind of want on this world. He's he's got everything. Mm-hmm. And now he's kind of going back, right. probably to his roots. I'm sure he was a Christian back in his past, and or maybe not. But he knows mm-hmm. that where the truth is, right. the truth lies. And I think that a lot of people know the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the specific scripture reference for this. Um, I think it's in Romans. It might be Romans chapter three, uh, but it's like when Paul talks about, uh, you know, people suppress the truth mm. by the love of their own sin. Right. Like people love their own sin. Yeah. yeah. And even like as a believer, like you have to be wary and try not to love your own sin too, because it, even as like believers, it's easy for us to be prideful. Oh yeah. And like to look at people who are struggling with sin, or who are sinning. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to just like, as a believer, sit on the sidelines and just be like, 
I'm not like that loser. <laughs> well, yeah, you kind of we 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 sometimes get so so into our own self and so mm-hmm. prideful we put ourselves on a pedestal yeah. and kind of look down on people and it's like no. Yeah, you got to be really careful not to be self righteous because right. we know that like we have Christ and that mm-hmm. we're redeemed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, sometimes it's easy to just get caught up and be like like the Pharisees and just be like, yeah. at least I'm not like this tax and collector. Jesus did not like them. No, he at did not. All. No. And that was like some there was there was some tax taxi collectors and everything right. and he loved them but then he pharisees man right it was like they almost just took well, they, love they didn't and even twisted it. right they didn't even want to like associate be in the mm. presence of them really they, yeah. they viewed them as as like as less. ants they looked big brother to them and it was like yeah. in a way where i'm better than you oh yeah no it's really not good so yeah i guess that could i'm trying to think that uh does that segue into the whole I, don't know, I guess we could. I was gonna say, does that segue into the whole like, um, you know, like like how do believers go about confronting people? Like, yeah, with I mean, pride? But I we guess could, we could just jump right into it. There's no we could we, we don't, just, we don't yeah, nah, jump into it. I we'll mean, just jump into it as Christians. I feel like we're in a, we're in society today that. If you don't believe what the world believes, you will get persecuted. And That's you right. You will get shut down, and your business will get shut down. Your social media will get shut down. Mm-hmm. I mean, God knows if this this uh, video will even get onto YouTube. Right. I don't know. I mean, right. but the thing is, it's not that I'm trying to like go out there and just start hunting them down. I'm trying to just I'm trying to love on people. Right. I want to love people, and as Jesus did. But at the same time, there's a difference between loving somebody and accepting somebody's sin. That's right. And so as Christians, I think we're always so scared to kind of elaborate what we're doing and what our goal is. We kind of like to beat around the bush. Oh, we love you. And then kind of avoid it. Love is telling somebody the truth. Love is truth. And Jesus is the truth, the way, the truth, and the life. And so as sinners, Christians are not perfect. I will say that right now. Of course. We, I, I, I noticed a lot of people are like, oh, you did this wrong, or aren't you a Christian? It's like, dude, Jesus paid for the sins of my life and the sins of your life. I'm not any better than you are, you know? So right. we're on this, this journey of trying to spread the love of Christ. And I think sometimes as Christians, we try to force ourselves on mm. other, other non-believers. And it's like, mm. that's not what Jesus didn't force himself. Mm. He, he expressed himself through who he was and G- right. and non-believers were drawn to that. Some people didn't didn't do it. They just went off and did their own thing. They, you right. know, I mean people get so caught up in their own sin, so love their own sin that God hardens their heart in a way. Mm. And so yeah. and so it's in the beauty of it is God gives you a a choice. And that's from the beginning, you know, from Adam right. and Eve, we had a choice. That's true. And an a, a all-loving father is going to give us a choice, you know. Right. I mean, God is a God, you know, uh, the only God. If he wanted to, he could make us robots and just automatically make us love That's him. right. But then we couldn't love. We like, couldn't it's actually not love. love. Love is a choice. Love is a choice. Right? It's like Christ chose to go. Well, he bowed to the Father's will. Right. Right. He bowed to the Father's will, and he went to the cross because he loved us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like Christ was just a robot. Right. And just went to the cross completely emotionless. Mm-hmm. No, he was in the garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane um, sweating drops that were like blood. Yeah. Um, and he asked the father, like, Lord, if it is your will, take away this cup from me. Mm-hmm. Right. He knew what he was going against. It's not like he yep. was just this robot and he was like, beep, boop, up, time to go to the cross and right, pay for right. everyone's sins. No, it's because he loved us. He endured yep. um, that pain and suffering. And that was a choice. Yeah. So you can't love unless there's a choice. Yeah. Right. So true. It's it's like that's the beauty of it. People ask like why did God allow it? It's like right. God God allows us to be free. Mhm. And there's there's these false gods of course, but it's all ritualistic and it's all God's a free Jesus is a free God. Right. Right. He gives us the freedom to have a choice. He gives us the freedom to disobey him. He loves you that much. Of course, it hurts him and he, and he wants you back but he right. loves you so much to make he gives you the choice to make that decision that's right and you know it's just it's sad right for sure and yeah, I was gonna say like people. I was just searching up 
Um, the reference for that is Deuteronomy 30, uh, verse 19. Um, it says, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live. Mm. Right? It's like God gives us a choice right. um, to either choose him or deny him. Right. right. The Calvinists listening might have a bone to pick with that, <laughs> whether or not that's our choice to actually choose Christ or God compelling us to choose Christ. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a whole other episode. That's a whole different think. episode, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, but yeah. So as Christians, I feel like there's a balance. We were talking about this earlier. Is mm-hmm. like there's there's a there's a spectrum. There's on the other side is people just hate Jesus and they don't want anything to do with Christianity. Correct. And the other side is Christians who were hateful. judgmental, hateful, hateful, and they're doing the exact opposite of what Jesus told us to do, right. and that's the most thing, and that's love. Mm-hmm. And so when they're just like hating something. You didn't see Jesus going around saying, oh, you're going to hell. I mean, yeah, but in a sense, now he did it with love. He didn't that, do that's it. That's right. He did say stuff that was slightly similar. Sure. You know, he, there were warnings against right. hell, right? Right. Talking about the people who will not inherit the kingdom of God. Sure. And I'm not saying that he didn't right. do that, but he didn't mm-hmm. go around just, just evil screaming. man, just yeah, screaming yeah, yeah. at them saying, you suck pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You don't hear, you don't even, you ever heard like, <laughs> right. you see this like judgmental church who just, I'm not saying all churches, but mm-hmm. they just seclude themselves and to mm-hmm. like, it's like, well, if you're not going to live like me or do like me, like this in this high, high uppity place, right? then I don't want anything to do with you. It's like, no, I'm ex- I want you to come to this right. church. Yeah, the ba- right. I want you to come dirty. Right. So you can be clean. You don't take well, a shower before you take a shower. Because this, this is, <laughs> and this is how we all come to Christ. Yeah. Right. It's like Christ died for all of us while we were all still sinning. Right. We, like, we're not above anybody. Right. Like, Jesus Christ did the laundry, right? <laughs> you go, I want to hear, right? I want to hear. He's the one that made us clean. We yeah. have no reason to boast. If we look at people who embrace, you know, sin and pride, right. we can't, we have to be very careful not to be, like, judgmental. Right. And be like, oh, look at these, yeah. Like, look at these sinners. Just like the Pharisees were doing, right? Right. Because we were right. just like them, you know. But if not, you know, if not for grace, you know, we'd be just like them. Right. So when we take a look at people who are either struggling with sin or even people who are like embracing sin, hmm. we have to we have to love them from a perspective of, hey, man, like. I was right there with you. Yeah. Like I wasn't sinning in the exact same way. Right. You know, we, we sin in different ways, yeah. but I was lost and now I'm found right. in Christ. And I'm begging you with like tears in my eyes. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the life. Yep. Um, like please repent and believe in the gospel yeah. because I care about you. Right. And I'm not trying to come from a place that's like prideful no. or haughty. Like come praise Come, you're coming from a place of love. Exactly. Like true, unconditional love. Exactly. So, so, there's, so there's definitely like, you know, no churches should be shooing like, no. like sinners away from the door. No. Churches shouldn't be allowing people who are celebrating sin into church leadership. You know, sure. It's a different discussion. Sure, yeah. But like, you know, yeah. there shouldn't be, you know, we obviously we can both agree and most of the people listening on the podcast would agree that like, you know, we all come as sinners. We all come filthy. Right. We're all just looking for redemption. Yeah. So churches should be very acceptable. If if people, if churches like, you know, if people in the church know people that are like into the whole pride thing, yeah, you know, we should be encouraging them even more. Like, oh, please come. Yeah. Like, please come to Sunday service, yeah. right? Um, and then eventually have a conversation. You don't need to, you don't need to find your identity in pride. You can find your identity in Christ. Right. You know, right. Right. And so and so, and again, like. Yeah, as Christians, I think there's a mission that we have. We're not better than anybody, That's but right. we have a goal, and we have, you know, we want to do it with a, a love of Christ that he had. That's right. We want to walk in the same shoes that Jesus did, and mm-hmm. you're not walking in your own shoes. You're putting on God's shoes to walk, you know, because if you put on your shoes, you're going to stay at home all day. You're not going to sure. do anything. You know? And we call, you know, this is just one episode. There's so many other things we could talk about. Plenty. but But in terms of, you know, pride, we don't. Again, we're not calling it out because we want to be prideful. We're, mm-hmm. We want to call out sin um, 
because sin is just something that God hates. And we actually, we have, we have some references for that. We do. You know, people would wonder, oh, why are we talking about this? You know, right. Um, why do Christians need to talk about pride right. at all? Right. Um, it's because God has some strong feelings about pride. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can look into his holy word right now um, and just see what he has to say about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, think about uh, Lucifer and right. uh, what made him stumble and fall. Yeah. It's pride. It was you pride. Know? He was, yeah, he pride was, he was what better. cast him down. Exactly. Yeah. He thought he in that, and that's like original sin, right? That's the original right. sin is just thinking that we know more than God. You know, we're smarter than God. Um, we can think of our own morality outside of God. Right. Um, we can do things without God. Right, and, and that just right. shows like it's in, that sin is ingrained in men for, for years. Absolutely. Like you see us to this day try to do things on our own. Of course. We're like, no, God, let me let me drive this car. Right. You know, I don't need you to I don't need you to give me directions. I, I know where I'm going. Right. It's like the Lord's like, I'll let you drive, just let me give you the directions. Mm. You know, it's like stop trying to go your own route because right. you're not gonna go the right route. Right. No. You know? And and mankind never does. Right. Because right. we know there's pride that cast lucifer out of heaven right um it was eve's and adam's pride right that they ate the apple because they were tempted by the serpent the serpent mm-hmm. said oh did god really say this right. like right. like he just doesn't want you to be like him deception right it's pure deception <laughs> but it happens in our society today yeah, we're, all, so, we're we're very much in a uh, society where we're deception is our reality right so <laughs> so adam and eve you know they had pride and they thought oh maybe we do know more than god and they yeah. so they disobeyed him right right and you could even look like in the 20th century it's right. like man-made ideologies whether it's communism or nazism yep or fascism just all yeah. of these things that are without god right you know that leads to hundreds of millions of people's deaths right when you try yeah. to when you embrace pride when you embrace the idea that you think that you know more than God and yeah. that you know better than God and right. that society would be so much better if yeah. we just got rid of God and we were just rational and scientific. It's oh, yeah. like we think that we could do better. But it's like people don't understand. Like that's all of human history. Yeah. It's just human beings being sinful and prideful and yeah. it not going well for them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I love I love how they try to make, uh, like you said, they try to make like a society and a world without God and then they're like trying to make science our God in a sense. Right. And then... You just proof of science bowing to Jesus and God. It's true all the time, right? And scientists just left in awe, like yeah, for sure, no answers. Well, that was um, uh, yeah, Francis Bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this isn't a direct quote. I think I'm I'm paraphrasing. Okay, but he said something to the effect of uh, a little science uh, turns people away from God, and a little bit more science draws them right back essentially mm. where it's like, it's very easy for people who are like into science yeah. to be like, Oh man, look at the Hubble telescope. <laughs> I don't see no God out there. Right. It's just people who are like, look, look at this fossil, man. This proves there's no yeah. God. Right. But Francis Bacon was like, no, but if you look deeper, you realize, Oh man, there's a lot of intelligent design out here. There's a lot of mysteries about the universe that cannot be explained. And I don't want to fall into like the God of the gaps fallacy where it's yeah. like, oh, science can't talk about this yet. Therefore, it's God. Right. But then we discover, but, you know, there are just things I just look that at are unexplainable. Like a, a small like just for me personally, I can't look at like, I don't know, for example, just like the trees and like like the design of a tree. Right. And like the specific detail on one little leaf on the tree. It's pretty insane. And I'm like, I so I don't know. Sometimes it just takes like yeah. five minutes. I'm just like, there's no way that people just believe that just blew up and just everything appeared. There's no way. Right. It's so beautiful. It's not. And it's yeah. This you came don't just from. Look at a piece of art and you say, the artist is. You're just like, did she just splattered a bunch of paint on there and just it's true magically came to it? It's like it's true. There was there was intent, and there was like there was love in that art. That That's he right. Made. That's or right. she made in that, and I'm saying that's an right. artist aspect. Yeah, it's like the idea that we just came from like primordial soup at the <laughs> bottom of the ocean and just rose up, like in that the code of life, like DNA, right? Just with a couple of different atoms and whatever quarks and stuff. And then you got to believe that the, I I know I don't want to I don't want to cancel it again, but <laughs> there's no such thing as an atheist. 
Mm. Yeah, and that's that might be. And so it's it's funny. I know it's getting, getting controversial. Yeah, breaking new ground. Ah, uh, yeah, and I we might get canceled. <laughs> it's denial of God. Sure. And it says it in the word. Ooh. I I would love to go deeper into that. We might have to just edit that out yeah. and wait for another episode. Well, you know, like um, you know Richard Dawkins. Mm-hmm. His right hand man actually just converted to Christianity. Really? By a couple weeks ago, yeah. It's pretty spectacular. You would, yeah. You'd think that someone that dug in yeah. would be like. Well, sometimes when you dig so deep, you're like, oh, there is a God. Yeah. <laughs> you find the spring of eternal life. Nope. Um, but. <laughs> Thanks, Wyatt. Thanks, Wyatt. Um, right. But yeah, no. So anyway, we were just about to go into. Um, the there are so many different things that I feel like that the Bible says about pride. Oh yeah. But these are just two references that we thought were some of the most relevant. Yeah, we we got uh four different uh we got Proverbs, I think we got Matthew, Mark and James. Yeah, we got a lot of different stuff yeah. on pride. So um, let's 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 dive into that cuz we don't want to take two hours. Yeah, so you could start start with <laughs> Proverbs, yeah. All right. We go. uh, we're going to go Proverbs chapter 8 verse 13. The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, pride and arrogance, and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. That's right. So when you see, like, in today's society how people bow down and worship the idol of pride. Right. You know, God is very clear that he, he hates that, you know. Um, and that that kind of that kind of rolls into the, the reference that I was going to read. Right. Um, if you look at the, just the first sentence, it says, yeah. the fear of the Lord is hatred of evil. Now, hatred. you look at the world, it's, no one, they don't feel fear of the Lord, and they love oh. evil. Absolutely. They, 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 as you said, they worship it. They, they worship you it. Know, um, they have their own sacraments and symbols. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and they worship themselves. It's, uh, you know, Satanism, uh, the, their biggest holiday, like Christianity is like Easter and Christmas. Satanism, they're... The biggest holiday is their own birthday because mm. they're worshiping themselves. Mm. And that's what Satan wanted in the beginning because right. when you start worshiping yourself, you know, right. <laughs> you become yourself, your own God. Yeah. And what can a man actually be? You and know, again, just like worshiping, like we can even see it stuff like pride parades where, you know, whether it's people um, cross-dressing and not for comedy purposes. Yeah. Um, people who are doing like sexually perverse acts just like openly in the street and they're like praising that. Yeah. Right. Um, or even like what you're saying, but inside a church, mm -hmm. I've seen it in a college. I can't remember what college it was, but they're doing some kind of drag show inside a, wow. Um, like I think it's like 1600 church. Really? Yeah. And it's just, it's almost like there's a reason why they're trying to do it in a church. And mm. I mean, you have to think about like the, uh, the symbol of the rainbow. For sure. Like, why did they take God's promise and make it into something that's exactly what Jesus hates? Well, you know, it, it's sin. And they actually corrupt it, too. They got rid of indigo on the flag. The it's, color? It, it's one color short. It's six colors, yeah. Yep. I just saw that, actually. Yep. Just it, it's one that. color short. Yeah. And I can't remember what indigo is supposed to represent. It represents something. I don't know if it's like piety. Regardless, it was seven colors, and now it's six colors. That's right. They changed colors. it. That's right. Evil cannot, like, create anything. No. Evil can't create. Evil can only corrupt. Yeah, they take what right? God created and they pervert it. Exactly. God yeah. created. <laughs> so it's just like the cliche. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. It's so, oh my so silly. <laughs> but it's like, you know, God created sexual relations for one man and one woman, right? Yeah. And the whole idea of pride yeah. is that it takes all forms of sexual behavior and puts it on the pedestal of like equally moral mm -hmm. with like regular marriage. Yeah. They say like, Oh, if like a woman and five men want to be polygamous, that's just as good and just as right as a regular marriage. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what pride does. Pride is just like, Oh, I know that God says this, but I'm going to do this and say it's just as good. Mm -hmm. That's what pride is. Yeah. Um, so anything else on Proverbs first? Well, we'll talk. Well, I mean, it says, Pride and arrogance in the way of evil and perverted speech. I hate. I hate. He hates. he hates it. Yeah. It's not like, you know, I don't. He hates sin. Like right. flipping over tables. Right. Hate. And not saying that, like, we hate. Like, 
Not saying if we if we drive by a pride parade to roll down the windows and be like, I hate. No, I mean it's the kind <laughs> you know? of stuff where it's like, I would go up and give somebody a hug in a way where it's mm. like, I hate your sin so much, I want to be there and I want to love on you. Right. And I'm not gonna, you know, I mean, like it sounds like it hates the 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 fact that it's people are so lost. Right. I hate that for people. I want them to be right. joyful and know their exactly. Identity. Well, because we know, like it's. God is storing up wrath for sin. Yeah. You know, like judgment will come. Yeah. Right? So if we see people, especially non-believers, who are like not only sinning, but like worshiping their sin and being prideful about it, mm-hmm. man, you, you, you grieve for these people. Yeah. And we grieve for anybody that sins. It's not just pride. Yeah. It's like anybody who sins in any type of way. But it's just, you know, pride is kind of like the father of all. It's, it's, it's the original sin. It's like yeah. all sin stems from pride, thinking yeah. that you know more than God. Mm-hmm. Right? So people yeah. who embrace pride, man, it's just, I just feel bad. And, and as Christians, we got to be careful not to be prideful ourselves, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. All right, let's dive into the next. Let's dive into the next. Yeah, one. for sure. Uh, so I at? was looking at, um, is, is in James. Matthew. Oh, James. 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 Okay. So... We're looking at James chapter 4, verses 4 through 10. Um, it is a little lengthy, but it's good. Yeah, it's good. Let's do right? it. So we'll go through it. Probably won't be able to pop it up on the, on we the might, whole screen. I mean, I might be able to like kind of like Star Wars text. style. I was literally about to say <laughs> that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, James 4, 4 through 10. You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit that he has made to dwell in us, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your, ha- cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be wretched and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Hmm. So, I mean, a couple of... There's, there's a few um, things in there. There's so many things. So, it, I'm like, there's I'm so like, much. I was trying to grab something and talk about it, but I was like, there's so many there's things. There's so that just, much here. I guess we could just kind of break it down um, as best as Yeah, we can. I was going to say the idea of of someone who is a friend of the world is like at enmity with God. Yeah. That's chilling. It's like, especially if you're a believer, like there's clear warning here against being double-minded of... Right. Of saying like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. but I'm not like those judgmental Christians that thinks that certain things are like wrong. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like this is like clear warning against that. You can't be double. You can't like call yourself a Christian and like be lukewarm. You don't want to be a lukewarm Christian. Yeah. Well, you can't be endorsing sin. Right. It's right? kind of like it's kind of like the saying where um, it's like a little story, little twenty second story. Guys sitting on a fence. One side is the devil. The other side is God. And the guy's like, I don't want to go to the devil. I don't want to go to God. Like, I don't want to go either. I want to believe my own thing. And God's like, okay, and leaves. And Satan comes up to him and says, come with me. He's like, I'm doing, I didn't choose you. And the, uh, the guy's like, I'm on a fence. I, cho- I didn't want to choose either one. He's like, Satan's like, I owned that fence. Yeah. So it's like, I own those lukewarm Christians that say they're Christians. God's, God wants you fully in, right. on, with him. He doesn't want Absolutely. you wish-washy. Right. Yeah, when it, it very interesting. You know, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble, right? Therefore, submit yourselves. Um, it's very interesting when he says, be be wretched and mourn and weep. Like, let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Mm-hmm. It's like people who, whether or not they're at, like, pride parades mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, some people, you know, they give off the appearance of, like, being happy like they're right. laughing and they're dancing and they're twerking yeah and they're wearing their yeah you know whatever this is great it's I, just, I don't need anything else right right <laughs> but they're called to like no like this stuff that you're celebrating and laughing about this should grieve you yeah because this grieves god right like you're sinning against the almighty right. you should not be laughing and having fun right now you should be grieved you should yeah. you should 
inst- like, and this is the thing, Christians, we see stuff like pride parades or people who embrace like sexual sin, regardless of what it is. Right. It's not loving to be like, oh, well, you're just living your truth. Right. Oh, dude. Don't like, get me started it's on not that. loving to do that. No. What, what is loving is saying like, hey, like this grieves the Lord. Like you're sinning against God Almighty. You're yeah. disobeying him. And that's not good. Like yeah. as a brother in Christ, I have to like love you right now and just give you this warning that, hey, like wrath is being stored up against this. Yeah. Like you should repent. Well, like you said, like them believing their truth. It's like, what is your truth? Whatever right. your identity is. And it's like that's built on sand. You yep. know, it's not exactly. built on like stone and rock on a house should no. be in. And it's like my like when you somebody says my truth, it cracks me up. It's like right. there's only one truth. There's and only that one was truth. him dying on that cross. Correct. For and Amen. so when you believe and you and you put your identity in your own truth, I promise you, that will flourish away with the winds. Absolutely. Yeah. It withers away. And then you will try to build it again. Your yeah. your new identity, your new truth that you believe yeah. in, and then you do build it again and build it again and yeah. that one the the guy or the girl that builds their house on stone, which yeah. is the Lord. Their house never flourishes and yep. it stays for their entire it's life. It's also like it's the um, – it's it, it's like the withered fig tree, mm-hmm. right? It's like Israel being prideful right. and rejecting Christ. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the cursed fig tree. Mm-hmm. Jesus curses them. The tree withers away. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Only in Christ is there true fruit, mm-hmm. right? He's the uh, – yep. was it the vineyard master? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the exact term for it. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's the true and living branch, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, so, so, so people trying to find like pride and identity, especially in sin, it's just not going to go well for you. Right. And you're not like, as we said before, it, it, there's no, there's no fruit there. Right. The fruit that you're going to, is not going to, is not going to, there's right. no nutrition right. in there. There's no, there's no yeah. actual health benefits. I'm talking right. about, you know, your body. You're it's not, true. You're going all straight ramen, dude. <laughs> no, that's, that's 100% correct. And again, this goes back to what we were kind of talking like spiritual food that fills us, right? Right. We live in a broken world. Yeah. Human beings are, we're full of sin. Yeah. We have a God-shaped hole in our heart. And people who can find identity in the pride progress movement, they feel welcome. They feel accepted. Yeah. For the time being, even if it's fake, even if it's not real. Even yeah. if it's det- detrimental, if they feel any type of camaraderie, human beings are just naturally going to be drawn to that. Yeah. But well, it's almost like a uh, a fearful thing, you know. Ten guys versus one, you know. Mm. I mean, anybody in their right mind is going to say, "Oh, I'm going to choose the ten guys. I want to win. I don't want to. I don't. You know." So everybody's going to be drawn. So like, you you take a group of people and they're like, "Which side would you join?" You know, to win this fight, kind of thing. And they're like, everybody's like, "Oh, it's easy. I'm going to take the." go with the 10 people and then that turns into 50 turns into 100 and it's it takes bravery and it takes courage to stand up against the thousands of people that are trying to kill you and try to kill your faith and try to shut you down try to take away what truth is right exactly so so again like just to reiterate like none of this is coming from a place of like bigotry or hatred at all we're talking about this because Definitely not. This month is being pushed very heavily by the culture in the West. Right. Like companies all over are putting pride flags everywhere. They mm-hmm. kind of stopped a little bit because people are starting to boycott like places like Target and Bud Light. So a lot of companies aren't really like pushing pride as much anymore. But some still are. It's, right? it's pretty big and still it, though. It's still pretty big. And it goes on for a whole month. Right. It's like a lot of our you know, like service members in the military, like they only get like a day. Yeah. (laughs) But people who embrace pride and sexual degeneracy, they get a whole month. They even get more than a month because there's like, there's a bunch of other months that are all about the different types of sexual identities. So we, we talk about this not to be bigoted or hateful, but it's just a thing that is very prominent in today's culture. Mm -hmm. And as believers in Christ, um, we have an obligation to lovingly, um, call out sin, but also to preach the gospel, and yeah. that is to repent of your sin, repent of your pride, yeah. and follow Christ right. instead. Yeah. Um, and another thing, like we could talk about now, it's like we had those two verses. Yes. Um, uh, about you know, like what is, um, you know, going on right now because this is not only a problem 
with corporations right. nowadays. This is a problem. There are a lot of like mainstream Protestant churches, like some Methodist churches yeah. and some Presbyterian churches, mm-hmm. that are starting to preach a completely different gospel from the one that we've received mm-hmm. from Scripture. Yeah, um, and Scripture is very <laughs> clear about that. There are churches out there now that are affirming people's sin and saying that's good, and they're saying like, "Oh, it's okay. God just loves you the way you are, so feel free to sin as you please, right?" Because yeah. Christ died for that. Right. Like the Bible's very clear about to not go on sinning. Jesus yeah. said to the adulterous woman, go and sin no more. You know? Right. Um, we're not called to keep on sinning. Right. right. And, and, and you see these, like you say right now, like you see these, these, uh, these prophets and these teachers, and they're, they're picking and they're choosing which Bible verses and what chapters they want to have their identity through and what they, what they want to believe in. And it's like you, God said, My, I, I am the way, the truth, and the life, as I said before. This, there's no wrong answers in here. It's all truth. And when you pick and choose from it, that's right. you're twisting the Bible. And the idea, like, again, like they try to say stuff like, oh, well, God is, he's completely all loving. So he sure. accepts you for like completely who you are and whatever behaviors you have. But we literally like just read that the way of evil and perverted speech he hates. Right. Show me the verse that says uh, God accepts sin <laughs> right. and loves it. Right. Like, show me the verse that says that. Right. Like, where, where, where does Jesus go to the like the prostitutes and the tax collectors yep. and just be like, yeah, you know what, you guys You're are good. totally fine. You don't even really need salvation. Right. It's like because yeah. you guys are just. Per- I love you the way you are, so there's no need to repent. Like, if I love you completely the way you are, there's no need for salvation. Show me the verse that says love equals acceptance. That's right. <laughs> right. But um, so let's let's read this. Uh, yeah, go for Matthew it. Matthew chapter prophets. seven. Yes. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter seven, fifteen through sixteen. It says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Right. Dude, that's, Dude. that's, that's our teachers Dude. and that's our prophets, exactly. a lot of them today. There's, there's clear, it, it, it's so clear. Like, it's not even, like, debatable, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Um, and again, this would go into, um, well... Again, people who come to you in sheep's clothing but are inwardly ravenous wolves, right? And, and again, this is the thing. These false prophets who put on this, like, cloak of, like, oh, I'm loving, I'm tolerant, I'm accepting. Right. Like, it's, it's the cloak. They're, they're trying to appear as sheep. Who does that remind you of, though? Lucifer. Mm. Who comes as an angel Beautiful of light. angel. Yeah, mm-hmm. people are just like, who's this devil with horns and this, this pitchfork? No, he yeah. comes as an angel of light. Right. What all these teachers doing? They're coming as a, a teacher mm. of light and what they and exactly. Yeah. So. so again, that they're they come with this like, oh, it's okay, it's loving, accepting. We're not bigoted like those other Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, their gospel that they're preaching is leading to destruction because they're not preaching repentance. Yeah. Um, they don't believe. <laughs> And like sin almost, they don't believe like you don't really need to be forgiven of your sins. Cause like, that's okay. God yeah. accepts you for who you are, yeah. whatever behaviors you have. God's forgiven that you don't, even need to, you don't even need to repent. Right. Which is bad. And that leads into the next verse that we have, which was Mark nine forty two, And this is the new King James version. Um, but whoever causes one of these little ones and little ones, meaning either children or believers yep. new in the faith, um, Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. That's sobering because this yeah. makes me also think about like us on the podcast right yes. here, right? It's like that makes me want to be very, very careful with the words I choose right. because there are like that was directly from Jesus's mouth. Yeah. Like, that's from the Gospel of Mark. There's clear consequence for preaching a false gospel. Um, Would be better if a millstone were tied around his neck and thrown into the sea? Yeah. And it's... It's it's a scary, sobering thought to think of. So so these... And again, this is another reason why we talk about it. If If there are false prophets out there or people out there who are affirming sin... And saying that you don't need to repent of your sin and to embrace pride. Yeah. Like, there's danger in that. And out of love, we have to call them out and be like, this isn't right. I mean, just think about it. From from a Christian uh, perspective right now, how how angry can you, like, do you get right now just thinking about a, a person who's 
just finding themselves, their identity in Christ, and they're they're hungry for him. And then there's this this false false, false this, teacher, this false teacher, who's leading just, them astray, who looks like a sheep, you know. Yep. And they come to him first, and they said, "Follow me." Yep. And they teach the 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 exact opposite of what the gospel is. Right. And how angry does that make you right now? That makes me so angry that these little ones, like kids, all the way to new new Christians, right. They're being like, led astray. They're being led astray, and that's like they're leading them to destruction. Yeah. And like I, I, all I think about is like, I want everybody to be there in heaven with me. That's right. I want, I want the person that I see outside. I want the person that I'm sitting next to. I want right. my wife. I want everybody right. that, not just my family and friends, but the people that I see every single day. Right. They deserve Christ as much as I do. Exactly. And so, and it's just, you, you hunger for them to, to for truth, you know. And they're hungry for truth. And there's these false prophets and they're only going to fill those those uh voids that they're trying to fill with christ with false prophets and or right. sorry false uh, teaching and it's going to be they're going to go back to sin because they're like this is not this is not fulfilling that's it's right not truth that's right yeah and this was um this was in uh galatians as well i'm not sure if i wrote this no? put this one down for you, but this is in galatians this was uh chapter one nine through ten um paul's talking um, and he says, as we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you have received, let him be accursed. Mm. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Wow. Why, didn't are, we, why didn't we? Why didn't we? This first. That was great. <laughs> right. Well, again, that's the thing. This is the. Mo- it's so. It's so easy. I and I can understand the temptation of it. It's like a prophet or a preacher. You can say, "Oh, way more people are going to come to church if I just embrace pride because that's what the world is doing right now." Right. But that's not what we're called to do. We're called to be in, but not of. Mm. And to to as a church or as believers in Christ, to affirm mm-hmm. sin and trying to please man and not trying to please God. Right. Um, that's, why I, that's why I said before it takes courage and bravery to go out there absolutely. and uh, go out to 100 people and get slandered and get that's persecuted right. by, by uh, preaching the gospel but saving that one, Right. hearing that one. Yeah. There's a lot of stories I've heard from different people from different testimonies and stuff, and they just got, they just got slandered and they got... And there was just one that one person that That's came right. up and said, "I'm curious." I it's always Jesus. worth it because there is power in the gospel. Mm. Because there's power in truth and mm. there's power in love, mm. right? And that's the cool thing about it, right? Mm. As you say that, there's power in it. All you Absolutely. have to be is submit to the Lord and be obedient, Absolutely. and He will do the rest. You don't force Christianity on somebody. Yep. The Lord does it. The Lord saves. You don't save. I don't save. The Lord saves. That's right. All we can do, like Kevin. Titus, right. we cannot change anybody's hearts. Yep. The only thing that can change hearts is the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. All we can do is be a messenger of what God says, right. the warning against pride, the request or the the command to repent, yes. turn away from sin, turn away from your pride, humble yourself before mm. God, yeah. submit to his will. That's all we can say and hope that the Holy Spirit convicts you when we say those words that come from the Holy Scripture. Yeah. Um, and again, we... What you were talking about, you know, we have courage, you know, to hopefully just reach the one sheep right? yeah. who's struggling. Um, like, who who says that we're we're greater right. to be go after a group of a thousand more people? Just be that one sheep is what God went at. like. That's yeah. what God goes after. Well, that one sheep. Yeah, the the Bible's very clear. Like, even like when one person is saved. All of heaven just rejoices. That's so. They're, awesome. they're so. Isn't that awesome? I'm getting excited. What, what an amazing, right now. It's, it's an amazing go. picture. And it's like also you know, scripture about you know when a, when a saint like um, gosh, I don't know if it's in Proverbs. Uh, I don't think it's in Proverbs. It might be in Psalms. I don't know. But the verse is like um, I know me too. I'm just hype. When it's like beautiful in the sight of the Lord is like when a saint passes away and comes home, mm. right? Which is uh, which is pretty pretty spectacular so when even like the one sheep is saved yeah like everyone is so happy and again you were, we were talking about the courage for that i was thinking about like second timothy 1 7 says, Ooh, like, okay keep yeah, shooting yeah. them off oh, yeah exactly let's go Ken. Uh, spirit of courage he's gonna be a a, a usual on this show oh man <laughs> I, I would be honored um spirit of courage not fear for god gave us a spirit not of fear but of power and love and self-control let's go right um 
Yeah, like that. Just be like go when you're when you have the power of Christ in you and you you wear Jesus on your chest. Go out there with confidence and bravery and courage. As as scary as the the winds and the the seas are crashing on when you're on a ship and just crashing on you and it just feels like the whole world is coming down on you. Remember that Jesus spoke words and the whole sea calmed. That's right. He's his breath so powerful that lives inside of us to this day calm the seas that's right caused all of creation to go into being they bow right? to his name they that's bow right. they the creation science bows to the name science of jesus bows to the name he of created jesus. science that's right that's right you hear that nasa yeah you hear that nasa you hear that NASA? we're getting canceled <laughs> <laughs> they're coming after us now. yeah i hear the door knocking right now <laughs> yeah that's not knock they um yeah so and again, like this is nothing about, like I'm just Kevin, this is just Titus. Yeah. Um, we're just trying to be disciples of Christ, and just trying to give a warning to everyone out there. Like, yeah. it's Pride Month. It's topical. Like the president of the United States, Joe Biden, love him or hate him, he posted on his Instagram and said, like, it's very clear message to the world today. America is a nation of pride. Mm. Right. Right. That's the leader of the free world saying that America is just a nation that just wants to embrace, like, the most deadly sin. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of, I, I would say that it's kind of important for the church to be like, uh, uh, hold up. Yeah. Like, maybe this isn't such a good idea. Red maybe, flag. maybe it isn't such a good idea to bow down and worship the thing that literally cast Satan out of heaven. <laughs> Yeah. And also caused the entire downfall of all humanity. Yeah. <laughs> the curse of all humanity. Like maybe maybe embracing that is not such a good thing. Right. Like maybe we shouldn't preach a different gospel than what we have received. Right. Like maybe we should acknowledge that no, Jesus Christ encourages well, almost like demands us to yeah. to turn away from our sin, to turn away from pride and to right. humble ourselves. Yeah. Right, so that that's the encouragement today is, don't get caught up in trying to please man, you know. Yeah. It's it's so easy to just go along and get along and be like, yeah, yeah I know, I I might, yeah, well, I guess you can go do whatever. It's not bothering sexu- me. It's not affecting me. I don't have to deal with it. You live your truth in your life. Exactly. I'm not going to do anything about it, or I'm I'm not going to try to right to give you the truth and and spread the light right. for you. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to try yeah. to help or anybody to, to, at all. To it's all see, about me. Right. To <laughs> see your, to see anybody, but especially like a brother and sister in Christ. Yeah. Like embrace something that God literally says he hates. Right. right. It's not a loving thing to just be like, Oh, you're just living your truth. Like it's loving to say like, Hey man, like, I love you. You're my brother. Like I'm not trying to judge. I'm not trying to be hateful. But God is very clear about this kind of behavior and being literally, like literally prideful. Yeah. Like I'd encourage you, man, just just turn away from that, please. Like yeah. see what the Lord has to say about this. Yeah, man. So that being said, uh, we just want to leave you guys off with uh, encouragement, and we want you guys to, whenever you guys get off YouTube or pot, the podcast you're listening to, um, we leave you guys with peace and joy, and just when you go to your day to day. Have joy, have peace, know that Christ is your center of your life, and know that as dark as this world can get, that's just your light shines brighter. And don't don't show your belly in a sense. Don't don't give up. Never give up. Because right. Christ will never give you something you cannot handle and you'll always make a way out. That's right. So if you're fighting and you're fighting the good fight, continue to fight. We encourage you to do that. Um, as Christians, as believers. Continue to love because that's what Jesus did, you know? That's right. Um, true love, unconditional love. Love somebody when no one else is loving that person. Mm. Love the person to your left. Love the person that's in the street. Love the person that's um, in the nice building. Love the person that's uh, working at Target. Love the person that mm-hmm. goes against what you believe. Love that person mm-hmm. and love them unconditionally. Right. Love them. Love the, love the person. Hate the sin. Mm. And... Mr. Kevin right here is going to end us with some verses. Right, a couple of different a couple of different scriptures like first of all just a quick encouragement. Um you know we talked about earlier, you know, the Holy Spirit gives us courage yeah. and power. Yeah. You know, cuz we have the power of God on our side, right? Yeah. Um but, you know, 
when the whole world is against you, it's very easy to either become discouraged or like, oh man, am yeah. I am I in the wrong here? Right, whatever. Um, but just a really awesome verse. You know, most people know this from John. Uh, chapter 15, 18 through 19. Um, if the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Hmm. Um, as believers, um, you know, we believe some things are right and some things are wrong. Christ calls us to act a certain way. The world is prideful worships pride and doesn't want to act that way yeah um and if you even just say that people will be very angry at you but it's just nice jesus gives you the comfort of like hey if you are being persecuted you're not not for being like judgmental or whatever but if you're being persecuted for like genuinely trying to be righteous and to follow me you just might be know doing something right right you might be doing something right just know that the world hated me first so yeah. you can take heart in that um another quick verse i mean they killed jesus that's so. true they did He's, and he did. He did nothing wrong. He but did he's everything back. right. But and he's, he's back. back. <laughs> and he's coming soon. Yeah. He's coming soon. I, what, what day is it today? Uh, I think you said, didn't you say like 2023 or something? 2023, something like that. Something like that. I we can't we can only hope, right? We might have. Doesn't it say it in the we, Bible? We might have misinterpreted the scripture. <laughs> I don't know. I, but. I think I have the fact. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, in the Gospel of John, uh, chapter 16, verse 33, um, Jesus is you know, closing out. Uh, the chapter here it says, uh, uh, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. People are going to hate us. People are going to call us bigots. Yep. They're going to call us homophobes, yep. even though we love gay people. Don't we love gay people? I love every single person. Love any person, anybody who, eat, like any type, of, it's not even just gay people, but it's anybody who embraces any sexual sin yeah. or any just pride in general. Any sin and just saying, oh no, I'm cool with it. Yeah. It's like, no, we love on these people. Like, we love on these people, but we're still going to call a spade a spade and know that sin is sin, right? But people are going to hate us for that, but yeah. it's nice. Jesus Christ has overcome the world. He died on the cross. He defeated sin, and he rose again on the third day. He defeated death. We right. are more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. Yep. So a little bit of encouragement there. So just Praise the Lord. stand firm in the faith. Um, don't budge. Don't try to please man. You know, please just, God, not man. Just hold. That's right. Hold true to what the Bible says um, for your own soul's sake and for the edification yeah. of other people. Yeah. You know, when believers stand firm and stand strong together as the body of Christ, mm, yep. like we're unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> we have God on our side, right? Yeah. Um, in love. Um, and then final encouragement uh, would be from, this would be from 1 Corinthians. So this is chapter 16. Um, this is closing. It's 12 through 14 and then also 23 through 24. Okay. Um, ESV. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Now concerning our brother Apollos, I strongly urged him to visit you with the other brothers, but it was not at all his will to come now. He will come when he has the opportunity, but be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. Mm. Um, and then it goes on, you know, 23 to 24, uh, the grace of the Lord, uh, Jesus be with you. Um, may love be with you um, all in Christ Jesus. Amen. That just gave me the idea to make an episode of title, What is a Man? What is a Man? Hey, hey so that would be a good episode. No, that would be a good episode. I know at church one time we did like a little Bible study on like, we actually, we went, that verse was like the verse of the thing. Like, what yeah, does it that's mean? That's what it reminded like me. I was like, that would right. be a good episode. But it's just like to act like Jesus, right? Yeah. Love people. Love people. Unconditionally. Unconditionally. Yeah. But for the sake of your own soul and for the sake of your own salvation, do not preach a different gospel than the one you have received. Do not... Preach the whole gospel, exactly. not half of it. Do not yeah. just say to people, oh no, your sin is okay. Like, it's all good. Keep on sinning. Like, do not affirm sin. Yeah. Like, as, as today, Kevin and I, we constantly fight the good fight. That doesn't constantly. mean... That we have no yeah, sin. Exactly. We we're, struggle with it every that's right. single day. Every single day. Every we're, single we're day. battling the flesh. It's not like we're on a pedestal we're higher than anybody. We're not on a anybody. pedestal. We're in the same ground as everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Know? We're a little late in the podcast to be saying this, but it's it's true. <laughs> like, we're not we're not on a pedestal at all. Every day, dude. I'm, every day. The fight with the flesh is so hard. Every day. But the question is, like, are you trying to crucify the flesh, or 
are you exalting it and yeah. accepting it? There's a difference between struggling with the flesh um, and just saying like, Living oh no, it. like flesh is okay. Right. There's, there's a, like there's God, a, God wants to, like, I have these like desires and feelings and if God made me this way, then it can't possibly be wrong. Well, it's right. like my natural sexual desire yeah. is to go out to the club. Right have a bunch of drinks right. and be with a bunch of women. That's, like, yeah. that's what my flesh wants. Right. But just because it's my desire doesn't mean it's good. Exactly. Like we have a fallen desire as human beings. Exactly. God wants us to be holy and sanctified. See, yeah. So in this world, again, this is our encouragement yeah. to all the believers on the, who, who are watching Daily Bread. Thank you for watching this long episode, yeah. right? <laughs> um, but when you're out in the world and, you know, it's June, it's Pride Month. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to embrace it. You don't have to affirm it. You don't have to feel like a bigot to say, hey, this is wrong. God says this is wrong. Yeah. Um, still speak to people in love. Yeah. Wear, but, the, wear the glasses of the Holy Spirit. Don't wear the glass of this world because you'll be blind and you, don't, and you won't have a path that God set forth for you that's if right. you don't put on the armor of Christ. That's right. And have courage. Have courage. Like, Be brave. We're not just like saying, oh, this is wrong just to say this is wrong, right? When we live with Christ and we're in step with the way he wants us to live, there's so much freedom and so much joy. Yeah. People in the pride movement want to say, oh, these are just old bigoted scriptures that just are wagging their finger and they just want us to live by these rules. They want right. us to be slaves to their idea of morality. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like the gift of the spirit is, 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 is liberty. We're free from our sins. Very Sin true. puts shackles on us, yes. right? And yes. that's the whole idea of like pride being like the wolves in sheep clothing. It's like, oh no, come in. This is tolerance. This is acceptance, right? But in reality, you're becoming a, a slave to your sin. You're becoming yeah. a slave to your vice. Yep. Um, yep. And Jesus Christ offers us freedom and joy yep. and peace. So the encouragement is just go out there, be strong and courageous. Don't feel like you have to bow down to the, <laughs> to the, to the idol of pride. Yeah. Um, because the Holy Spirit is within us and we know that we are correct. Like we know we have freedom and joy in him. So that's in a sense, say the gospel with your chest. <laughs> that's right. Say it with your chest. You the know, whole gospel. The whole gospel. Don't be anathema. Yeah. You know, stand up for what's right. Show love. Be encouraged. Have joy throughout a day. Whether, whether you're working as a janitor, whether you're working as an astronaut in space right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's right. Whether you do... Do it with the joy of God. Be be at peace knowing that God has overcome this world. That's right. And be of good courage. Be brave. And, you know, study your Bible, man. That's study right. it. You know, Just be aware. Be aware day. of the wolves in sheep clothing. Yeah. Be very aware of people who are preaching a different gospel right. than what you have received. Yep. Like be Paul aware said. of that. Go after the one sheep, even though it might just feel That's like right. you're... So I, I felt that you just feel like, oh, I'm not going to go after that one person because I just I, I just went after 10 of them. Why do I need to go after that one? Go after the one. That one person deserves heaven just as much as you do. That's right. Love so. people. Be kind. Yeah. But Sp spread the love of Christ. Yeah. Know? We're happy that you guys joined us. Uh, Thank you so it, much. It's been over an hour, I'm pretty sure, but uh, it's, it's been, been good. Awesome. It's been real. Just get ready for Kev to come back. Um, Hopefully this can actually get onto YouTube and not be canceled. No, it'll be good. We <laughs> it'll be good. Yeah, we 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 had no uh, bad buzzwords anywhere. I don't think so. Like that. I don't again, think so. We're preaching a gospel of love. Yeah. God is love. God is the truth. We yeah. are preaching love and we are preaching truth. We are not condemning anyone. We're not judging anyone. We're just yeah. saying, hey, this is what the Holy Scripture has to say about this. Be warned. Yep. Be warned, and know that there is freedom in the actual gospel, in the full gospel. Right. That's all we're saying. Right. Yeah. So be encouraged. So yep. So with that, subscribe if you want to continue to listen and continue subscribe. to follow up. Um, we're going to, at least I'm going to try to throw a video out there every week. I'll try. Yeah. We're trying to get good it's at editing and yeah. good, at, good at everything that we're doing. You want to pray us out? Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> Lord, I just, uh, I come to you with Kev and the, the listeners of this podcast. Uh, we just, we love you, God, and uh, we want to seek this, the the absolute truth of you, Lord Jesus, and the full truth, and not the truth that the world sets forth before us, Lord, and just uh, as we as we step foot by foot, Lord, as we're walking this path that you you made for us, Lord, help us to be enlightened, help us to fight the good fight, uh, help us be brave and courageous in what the truth that you gave us, and help us not to step backwards when somebody stands against us, Lord, or if ten 
men stand against us, Lord. Help us to be more courage and our light shines brighter as the world gets darker, Lord. Help us to continue to grow and love you and seek you, seek the personal relationship between you and you and me and you and Kev and everybody who's listening, Lord. And help us to um, help us to be love, Lord, unconditional love to everybody that needs it. Everybody needs you, Lord. And we just praise your name and your name, Jesus Christ. Uh, amen. All right. Well, amen. I think that just uh, ends the. That's just about it. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us. May the grace and peace of the Lord um, be upon you. Let Him guide you in everything that you do. Yeah. Um, in accordance with His Word. Praise great. the Lord. Subscribe if you want to keep continue to listen. We love you, and we'll be yeah, back. We're out. We'll be back, and we're out. <laughs>